Welcome to the Homegirls. Four top producing mega realtors, moms, wives, and friends talking about real estate and real life. Angela, Kristen, Jessica, and Lindsay are in the top 1% of all real estate agents and would be honored to receive your real estate referrals in Colorado. Join us as we drop a new episode every Monday anywhere podcasts are aired, in real life on YouTube, and connect with us every day on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HomegirlsCO. Thanks for listening. We love you. Today, we are going to be talking about the day and life of a woman pop producer. What we do every single day, what we do every week, what we do every month with our kids, with our business, what our schedules are like. So, um, Angela, tell us, what do you do? What's your schedule? Well, I mean, I try to time block a bit um, also. So, I'll talk a little bit about that, but I have, I do certain tasks on certain days. So I'm not just a realtor. I also have a staging company. So on Sundays, Mondays, and Tuesdays, I'm staging houses. Um, so that's, I'm trying to block them all into one area and one time. Then after that, the rest of my week is, um, mornings are, I try to get, so anybody that has an appointment with me in the morning, I'm sorry in advance, but I usually try to get done the stuff in the morning that I don't like doing. Um, so I get it out of the way. <laughs> so there's chores or there's, tasks or things that I don't want to attack like sticky inspections or agents I don't like. Um, I do that first thing in the morning um, and take care of all that and then the afternoon I spend it doing the stuff that I really like doing. Um, cultivating more business, going out to my listing appointments, having coffee with my um, you know new contacts, that kind of thing. Um, and I try to be done by five o'clock so I can spend time with my family. Um, I spend entirely too much time on Facebook because I'm so social media driven. Um, I am constantly on Facebook and probably too much though. So after I get home from work at five, I'm usually on Facebook on some level until I go to bed, right? So um, I do wake up about, I don't know, eight o'clock in the morning. My first appointments usually start at like 8.30 or 8.45. Those are the early ones I'm trying to get out of the way. Um, but I'm only at my best at about 9.30. So if you want my A game, it's 9.30 right after people. Um, so. <laughs> Um, I try to get done with all of that by 4.30 so that by 5 I can be home and be present with my family, so. Okay, okay. What do you do on the weekend? What's a weekend? <laughs> <laughs> so true. I mean, my days off are when I'm on vacation. I, I work because I want to work. Um, it's not really work to me. I enjoy it, so it's a little bit different than most people. Um, so my weekends, are a little different. If I have like a half day off or I have a full day on a Saturday, if I'm not working the open house, um, I go to the racetrack. Um, I race my car and that's my stress relief and that's how I get away and decompress. And um, that's, that's where you're gonna catch me on a Saturday. Not answering my phone, I'll be in my car on a track going as fast as humanly possible. So nice. that's what I do. Nice. Okay, okay. All right, Lindsay, what do you got? What's your schedule? Um. <laughs> I'm going to, can I start at night because I'm yeah. a night owl? <laughs> That's when your day starts. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I actually just finished this amazing book about the science of sleep and how to find like your peak performance time. So I'm definitely a night owl. Um, I'm a lark is what they would call that. So I'm a night owl. I'm up late. So like before I, I really think like I'm starting my day the night before. So I always journal my goals. I have a a notepad on my iPad that's been going for four or five years probably that I just journal all my notes out in, um, you know, what I want to accomplish the next day, what my goals are, 
what I'm trying to get over and get past, just all that stuff. Um, and then I, so I read a book a week and I've been doing that. I think this is like, I don't know if this is year four or five, but um, so I'm always reading. I always have to be reading something and listening to something on audio tape in order to get that done. So I'll read for about 45 minutes before I go to bed. Usually like that's how I fall asleep. Um, and then in the morning, I'm up about seven and I get up and get myself ready, get my son ready. He's nine, get breakfast going for both of us. And then I take him to school. I have to leave the house by just before eight o'clock and get him to school at 8.30. <clears throat> and then from there on out, I'm kind of the same as Angela. So Brian Tracy has a, a, a book called Eat That Frog, which means scheduling your big things that you don't want to have to deal with at the beginning of the day. So I, I try to schedule time in to get any of the nasty, ugly stuff that I have to get done, done before about noon. Um, I do not love to work in my office. I work from home. I'm too social to work in my office. I go in there and I'm like, people, and I get so excited. So um, I'm usually working from my home office. I don't ever go into my office. So I'll come home, um, have a second breakfast, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, get to work for the day. So, uh, but I mean, I, I don't really time block. I haven't in a long time. I used to like at the very beginning of my career, but it's been a lot of years since I've done that. Uh, and then I try to, I pick my son up from school somewhere between 3.30 and 4.30, depending on the day. I try to only take appointments with clients like outside of the house on Tuesday evening, Thursday evening, or every other weekend. Cause I'm trying really hard to spend more quality time with my son and be present when I'm with him. So, um, you know, before I usually literally would work seven nights a week and I wouldn't get home until 11 o'clock at night, 12 o'clock at night sometimes. So I try really hard to stick to Tuesday night, Thursday night, and every other weekend. For my sanity. Lindsay, when are you scheduling your closings typically during the week? Um, usually Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. What time of the day? All hours of the day or before one o'clock or before two o'clock or yeah so usually in the morning if i can make that happen i hate like super early morning closing i'm not an early yeah. morning person usually like 9 30 up until maybe about one o'clock what about why you why don't you want a closing to happen after two o'clock ah excellent question so <laughs> the wire transfer cutoff yeah. in colorado <laughs> has <laughs> to happen by three o'clock p.m., which means that the wire needs to be out by about 2.30. If you have an absolutely amazing closer who types like really, really fast, then maybe you can get a wire out by about 2.45. But you don't want your closings happening in the afternoon because if something happens, you're not closing and funding until the next day. So I always try to stack them in the morning, especially if you think something might go a little bit long or a little bit weird. That's a pro tip, people. Schedule them at like noon or before. That way, if something goes wrong, you still got two hours. Otherwise, you got to do more paperwork and amend extended. Okay. Yeah. So to me, if you're closing past two o'clock, you're not closing on that day. Right. So uh -huh. today is February third. If you close today at two thirty or three o'clock, to me, you're closing February fourth. You're not closing yep. on the third anymore because your uh -huh. your sellers or the sellers of the property won't get their proceeds. So what does your weekend look like then? I know every other weekend you're with your son, but the weekends that you don't have your son. What did it look like? 
and I'm not perfect. I don't stick to that perfectly. It's something that I work on a little bit more every single day, but you know, I obviously, um, I work when I have to work. I, I will never say no to it. So, um, but when I'm, are you asking when I'm not working or when yeah. I am working, when yeah. I'm not working, um, if it's the winter time, I'm going to Netflix and chill a whole bunch. <laughs> and if it's the summertime, I will be at the lake on my boat. So like I have systematically, I'm a high volume listing agent, which gives me a lot more leverage with my time anyways, but I will like systematically the whole year, try to plan my goals so that they really peak by about May so that I can spend as much time on the lake as humanly possible. Cause that's my happy place. Cool. And Lindsay is crazy with that. Like she will literally leave yeah. the lake in Pueblo and drive to somewhere in Denver for a listing appointment yeah. and then go back to the boat. Yep. All yeah, time. if I smell like campfire <laughs> in your house for a listening presentation, that would be why. <laughs> you smell like burning rubber and racetrack. That's true. Right? And you smell like like motocross. Yep. Jess, you just smell good. Jess smells like fabuloso. <laughs> she's she's always cleaning. All the time. <laughs> she's cleaning all the time. I smell Clorox. <laughs> well, that leads us into Jessica. Jessica, tell us a little bit about your day, your week, your month, your weekends. Tell us. Um, so I decided when I got into real estate that I had non-negotiables and it didn't matter what was going on and it didn't matter what was happening in my world. These were the non-negotiables and those non-negotiables were always, I was always going to be the one to pick my son up, sons, but now one is 19. Um, I was always going to be picking the boys up from school, dropping them off. Um, I was never going to miss an event. I was never going to miss a baseball game, a football game, a wrestling match. Insert whatever you want here. So my entire day is designed around them and is designed around um, being a mom. So my day doesn't really get going until 9.30. Um, Hayden and I typically don't get up till 7.30, 8 o'clock. Um, he doesn't have to be to school till 9. So we have breakfast together. We pack a lunch together. We have our mornings together. And then I take him to school and I come home and um, get going. If I'm being really good, I probably go to the gym after I drop him off, which hasn't been happening lately. Um, but for me during the day, I typically only work three to four hours every day. Um, and I'm done working by 3.30. It's super rare that I go out and show houses once um, the kids are home from school. It's super rare that I'm on listing appointments. And you know that was a personal decision that I made at the beginning of all this. And I just say that um, I know at least I am extremely jealous of your priorities and how you've uh, managed to have a successful business and be available and be present for your kids because it's something that I haven't been able to do not well um, and certainly not often. So I know you. I'm jealous of that and I don't know how to say no, I think sometimes is a big problem for me. You know, I think though it comes back to, you know, a lot of people know this, a lot of people don't. I mean, I just said I have a 19 year old. I, I don't think it takes a genius to look at me and, and realize that I had a, a child very young. Um, I was 18 when I had Colin and I full time. I was in school full time. And I feel like being a mom was unfortunately at the time had to come third, fourth, fifth down the list. Um, and now I'm fortunate enough to be in a place where that's not the case. And so that's why it was always something that it just doesn't matter. Like I'd rather lose a listing and I'd rather lose the buyer than lose out on this time with my kids. I feel like I missed out on so much with Colin, um, my oldest, that I didn't want to recreate that. And then the time when I could be home with him as a teenager, 
I'm here and I'm present and I'm around. So to me, that was always just the most important. So what do you do on Tuesdays? So I coach on Tuesdays, um, typically back to back starting at about 930 in the morning. Um, so on Tuesdays, you will find me in my office doing this, talking to women from around the country and coaching literally around what we are talking about right now. Family, being a boss, being a mom, being a wife, and the best way to make all those things work together. Balance is huge. And I think that you out of all four of us have figured out a way to master that. So. Right. No, not master, but I appreciate that. I mean, I think it's just a matter of priorities and it was just, you know, I'm never going to close a hundred deals a year and I'm okay with that because the priority to me was the 40 or 50 deals a year and having the ability to be a wife and a mom and, and all these other hats that I wear. Yeah. Right. Right. Kristen, what about you? What's your day like? <laughs> so it's kind of like Jess, like I, I plan around my family. I plan around my son. My, my number one goal is to drop my son off at school and pick him up every single day. That's what I do. Um, and obviously I need to have time to work out because I want to work on myself. So three days a week, I wake up at 4.20 in the morning and I get to the CrossFit box at 5 a.m. and I work out. I walk in my door at 6 a.m. I get my son up, I get him ready, I get myself ready, we get breakfast, we get lunch, we get backpacks, and I'm out the door at seven. So literally within an hour, I'm getting my kid ready, myself ready, dogs fed, dogs outside, dogs taken care of, and I'm out the door at seven. Um, my son goes to school at 7.20 in the morning, and I'm in my office at 7.30 a.m. I'm the first one in my entire building, and that's when I start working on, okay, what inspection objections need to be created, what resolutions need to be resolved, um, what needs to happen now. Basically, I do that between 7.45 and 9 o'clock. After that, I don't have a transaction coordinator right now. I know I'm kicking myself. Um, from nine to about 11, I am making sure my files are compliant, I'm in order. And then from uh, 11 to about two o'clock, I'm drumming up business. Who needs to buy or sell a house? I'm on social media constantly like Angela is. Uh, that's because that's where most of my business does come from is social media. Um, and then at 2.15, I leave the office, I pick up my son, I am home by 3.30 and I'm doing homework with my kid, I'm cooking dinner, and then we leave for at seven, 6.50ish to go to my son's swimming at seven o'clock at night. And then I get home at 8.10 and I'm in bed at 8.30. <laughs> um, that's- I'm exhausted, honestly. I was literally I'm really tired. I don't think I, I just fell asleep like, like two thirds out. of the way through that because I'm so tired from listening to you talk about I it. I ate a Red Bull. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I, I, I literally, I, my husband is my partner, so it's kind of a blessing. He, if we have buyers that need to see houses at night, he shows them. If we have buyers that need to see houses in the weekend, he shows them. I'm mostly the listing agent, but we'll work off each other. Like if there's a listing appointment that I can't go on, he'll go to it. If there's buyers that uh, he can't serve, I'll serve them. Um, but no joke, I literally take Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. No joke. That's unreal um, to me. We're at the moto track almost every weekend with our son. Um, and the weekends that we don't, uh, we are doing open houses and we are drumming up business. But for the most part, we don't work on the weekends. 
I want everyone to like really hear that. Like you're a real estate agent who says, I don't work Friday, I know. Saturday, Sunday. No, like no. that's usually when the rest of us are right car all weekend. Right. And now I will say, um, I will answer my phone. I will answer text messages. I will answer emails. I will call a new client. I will, you know, I will talk to my clients and stuff, but I'm not sitting there drumming up business. I'm not sitting, I'm not in the office physically working on my files, physically working on getting new business. I'm with my family. And if the phone rings, I will answer it. So I'm not a hundred percent off. It's not like I won't answer my phone, but I were, I work during the week to not work on the weekend. So I love the way you just said that. So Eric is Kristen's husband and they're a husband and wife partnership. Is Eric as regimented with his time as you are? Cause you are out of all four of us seem to be the one that's time blocking consistently the most. Oh my gosh. No, my husband goes to bed at like midnight. He wakes up at like eight o'clock. He rolls in the office at like 9 a.m. So we have a property management company. So he's a typical real estate agent. Right. <laughs> like, wow, he sounds like a terrible person. He's basically, <laughs> yeah. So he runs our property management company. So he gets in the office at nine when our, when our uh, two assistants get in and he's working the property management and me on the sideline, I'm the one that, okay, a buyer just came into our team. Let me nurture them. Let me get them to the, to the lender. Let me get them pre-qualified. And then I hand them off to Eric. So I'm the one that takes all the leads, all the listings, all the buyers, and then I just leverage Eric and he takes all of our buyers and goes from there. So we could probably do a lot more business if we didn't take weekends off, but we choose, we choose to, to not do more business. We don't want to. So yeah, so the day in the life of four mega agents who are women, what do you girls do? Like you guys like, you guys make it like a, a date night every once a month? You guys like anything monthly that you make a goal for yourselves? Because we're so busy. Like what do you, do you guys do anything? Like make it a goal once a week, once a week, once a month, anything? To go on a date? To go on a date, to have time for yourself, like anything? I take my kids on dates. Um, like I go on a date with my son and my daughter. Well, my daughter and I will do girls day together. Like we'll get our nails done. Um, my son and I will go on dates and we'll go on car drives together. Um, that's like one of my favorite things is to take him on a drive and just spend time with him when he's not on a computer or a phone, which is pretty much every kid these days. Typical. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's my most, the most fun that I have is hanging out with my kids and my husband. Um, I've been trying to do a date every two weeks, <laughs> a date night. Um, you'd be surprised at how difficult it is when you have busy schedules. So. Okay, so it brings me to this question. Do you girls do anything weekly, monthly, a date night, a personal night? What do you guys do? Do you guys have goals during the week or during the month to have you time? Jess, you want to go first? I mean, the answer is no. <laughs> Same. Uh, I mean, do you like Netflix and chill? Do you like Kardashian it up? Do you like sit in your bed and drink wine and stuff your face and watch Netflix? Like, what do you do? Do you have a camera in my room? Chris? All of the above. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like a goal though. I mean, I feel like that's like a normal Tuesday. Laying, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't set like 
goals like that, like rewards for myself. Um, I don't. This is a really good question. <laughs> so I have been trying to learn how to cook recently, which some sometimes they're epic fails. Sometimes they're mostly palatable. So um, I've been trying to cook every night for my family. And that's been kind of like an interesting thing because normally I eat Chick-fil-A every single day, like three times a day. And so I'm trying to diversify um, for my kids so they know that there's other food out there other than chicken fingers that they can actually <laughs> eat. So, I'm really um, confused by this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but no, my, my goal is to, you know, learn how to cook and teach my kids how to cook and um, pass it on. My mom is a super good cook. So every night I'm trying to learn how to cook dinner and have dinner as a family with no electronics on and spend a little bit of time listening to their day and you know, listen to what problems they had and how I can help them fix them. Because at the end of the day, all of us are problem solvers. And we're like, now that we fixed all the problems at work, what can we fix at home? Yeah. Right? That's a good one. I like that. That's great. Lindsay, what do you do? Um, I cook dinner every night when it's not Tuesday or Thursday night when I'm usually out with clients, but I, and usually on the weekends, I'm a foodie. I love to eat. <laughs> so um, usually on the weekends, I want to go out for a good dinner. But yeah, I try to cook dinner every night. Kalen and I actually, he's nine. We, we like to cook together a lot. So he helps me cook a lot, which is really fun. Um, I know it just sounds so weird, but like, I don't really have any, like, I really need a winter hobby. I don't really have anything that I'm that passionate or excited about during the winter time. I work a lot and I do... I probably have a list of like 20 different TV shows that I like to watch. So while I read a book a week, I probably watch a lot of TV a week too. But I, I, in the summertime, I mean, it's just like, I want to be on the lake or out at the campground like every single day. So that's a lot more important to me. I'll do whatever I can to guard my time to make that happen as much as humanly possible. But right now I don't really, I don't have like, a, this is a really good question. I don't have anything that I'm really trying to like set aside time for me for. So maybe we should make it a challenge that maybe all four of us come up with something and by the end of the year, did we conquer it? I like that idea. Maybe. I don't know. So I think what you're learning is that we're all super lame. Um, so I was just thinking I'm like the most boring personal life, which is why we're good with clients, right? That's yeah. so we have literally could... nothing else to do. So. Well, that's like, it, I'm the same way. Like Eric and I used to go on date nights once a month and we, pff, that's long gone. But like for me, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, when they're, you know, when I'm off, I'm like, Ooh, Kardashians or what's on Netflix or let's eat some junk food. Like that's, I strive for that. I, I, I feel it. like we have to watch HGTV so that we know what new fun thing our clients are going to come up with. That's like now the new thing, right? And, we, and, we, and everyone we, has to have that wasn't out last week. So yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, one of my personal goals, again, but I can't find a single thing to do until spring comes, but I want to join a golf league. Oh, so I'd like to mm -hmm. golf one day a week. Like, I think that that would be really fun. And then I would even like, so Kaylin had been taking golf classes after school last summer with an after school club. And I thought it would be fun for the two of us to try to together, do it. That would be super cool. cool. That'd be super cool. I can't fit another sport into my life. <laughs> not happening i could not do what you do so jess right? has a son hayden is 10 mm -hmm. and he plays how many competitive sports at least two right 
baseball. He plays well baseball. All of them. And baseball is like ninety games yep. or something like outrageous. And we travel and we are. So my hobbies include anything that has to do with baseball and my friends at baseball. <laughs> like, yeah. That is. Right. What do you guys think is the hardest part about balancing a business, being a mom and being a wife? So like, I like to say that I can do two things at one time really, really well. So I can be a really good mom and a really good business owner. I can be a really good wife and a really good business owner. I can be a really good business owner and a really good friend. But like, if you throw a third ball into the mix that I'm supposed to be doing on a high level, I struggle. So while I do firmly believe that women can have it all and be it all, it's hard. So what do you guys, I mean, what falls through the cracks? What's the hardest part for you guys? I mean, if I'm being 100% honest, probably our marriage. Um, like we have a really great marriage and we have a really great relationship, but he works for the railroad. So he's gone a lot. I'm on the go all the time. We've got a kid who's on the go all the time. And so I would say out of everything, that's the one thing, I mean, even Kristen said it, like we used to have date night once a month and now we don't. I think that that's the biggest thing for us in our household is we just don't take time for the two of us as much as we should. I'll second Kristen, that. Yeah, is that, I was about to ask, is that the same for you though, even though you work with Eric? Uh, yes. I mean, we get so wrapped up in business. I mean, we live it, we breathe it, we're together 24 seven. So yeah, yeah, we get wrapped in, up in it and we just can't let it go. So to have us and not have real estate is probably a no. Yeah, <laughs> I would agree 100%. Yeah. I mean, I work with my husband too. We both own a real estate company and he does the back end, the office stuff, yep. um, all the things that I can't do, accounting, all that yep. crap that's the other side of the brain that I have no desire or um, skill set for. Um, so I see him every day. So it's not as fun when you see each other all day long. You don't really want to go spend more time with them, but it's just different. Like, you know, our idea of a date is probably while our kids are at school, we're going to Pita Pit together for lunch instead of you know, driving through a McDonald's or something, <laughs> you know, like that's just the thing that's put on the back burner. Right. So yeah, we know we love each other, but we're not necessarily going out of our way to make the most time with each other. So we're not spending quality time and we probably need to make that more of a priority. Right. So. so I will say that Eric and I have made it the last four years. We've made it a point to go to Vegas together. That's our, uh, that's our go-to. We love Vegas. So we try to make it a point to go once a year. And I will say that's very refreshing. I love that Vegas awesome. is less stressful than real estate. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> go gamble thousands of dollars. At least it's not 10,000. It could be right. worse, right? Right, right. <laughs> could be juggling 16 deals at once. Oh my God, I never even thought of it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to Vegas with Angela and it's not less stressful. <laughs> okay, so for me, and this is embarrassing, but I'm just gonna put myself out there. So I get really overwhelmed by like the little stupid menial shit that is always left over during the middle of the day or during the end of the day. So like, I'm an extremely organized person, but my car will literally look like a bomb went off all the time. I love to cook every single night, but I cannot seem to get to like dishes zero, which means that I've actually done the dishes, cooked the dinner, done the dishes again, and the sink is clean. Like I, I just, paper, it, uh, yeah, like, paper I, plate. That's I, the solution. so much, like 
adulting is hard. <laughs> like there's just so much. Like, you know, I manage a kid in the morning and then I manage my business all day long. And then I manage a kid again in the afternoon. And then I manage the whole household all night long. And like, there's just some stuff that like makes me constantly feel like I'm a mess or constantly feel like I'm not doing that well, or like I'm underperforming that I just, if I could hire somebody to clean my house, do my dishes and deal with my dry cleaning, like I would be the happiest person on the planet. I actually, that's a trend I've seen over the last couple of years is every, I think it's a sneaky secret. So I'm about to out you guys, but every, every big producer that I know has a personal assistant. The we talked about that. sharing one. Lindsay yeah. and I have talked, we were talking about like the minutiae of just being a mom. Like I need to get little Johnny's birthday present for Saturday. Like yeah. <laughs> yes. so we were saying like, why don't we share? Lindsay and I live really close to each other. We live about 15, maybe at the most minutes from one another. So we have talked about sharing a personal assistant before. So <laughs> what, um, what life hack like, things do we all have? Like, so Lindsay, I know orders groceries online, which is like mind blowing to me. Like I never knew this was a thing and I'm jealous. So I know she does that. Do you have somebody that cleans your house or anything like that? Or yeah. So, okay. The couple big, like life changing things for me, the last couple years have been Instacart, which is the grocery delivery service. So like last night, for example, you know, I, I worked yesterday morning, it was the Super Bowl and I wanted to cook something, but I was exhausted and didn't have time to deal with it. And Kaylin, my son wanted to stay home and play with his little buddies. And he was yelling at me that he didn't want to go to the grocery store. So like I put in a grocery delivery order at about 12 o'clock when I was leaving my final walkthrough and it was at my house by the time that I got home and all I had to do was put it away and cook it. So that's been a life changer for me. I uh, literally wrote that down while we were talking. Yeah, I know. It's like, yeah. it's like life changing. Um, and then also I do Home Chef, which is one of those um, like pre, so it, it's life changing. And I will tell you, um, one of the hardest things for me about balancing being a mom and a wife and a business owner is um, having women in my life who I dearly love more than anything in the entire world, but who don't understand that I do all of that and don't really get what my life is like. Um, so I've been doing Sun, Sun Basket or Home Chef, which they're prepared meal kits. So you can do paleo, keto, you know, um, as high fat and high carb as you want, any type of dietary plan that you want and you get to choose how many servings, so how many people, and then how many times a week it comes. So I do That's awesome. three servings, four times a week. The box shows up to my house on Mondays. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, um, it's a five-star gourmet meal like you would get going to a steakhouse, but everything is done. So the carrots are chopped. The chicken soup is portioned out into a little cup for you. Um, you know, the only thing that you have to do is cook the protein and put the ingredients together. So it's like a five-star meal in usually 20 to 30 minutes. Um, but I once, I once had a girlfriend, it was actually her husband and I cried about it for a couple of days, but, um, he said, oh, well that's rich people food. <sighs> and I was like, um, that's working woman. I don't have yeah. home food that it really offended me and it really hurt my feelings. So I've been self-conscious about it, but those two things, the grocery delivery and having all the ingredients come and I just put them together. Those have been pretty life-changing for me. And you have someone cleaning your house too as well, right? Every other week. Yeah. Yeah. What about so, you? I do. 
I have I have a house cleaner that comes and does that. I don't have anybody to cook for me. I need to get that though. I need to <laughs> get right? that. Right. My so, idea of gourmet food right now is like chicken nuggets with honey mustard. <laughs> um, some tater tots. Um, Home Chef Super, and all of them, there's a bunch of Blue Apron, there's a ton of them, but, and they're not that expensive. My biggest thing is like, when I go out and grocery shop thinking I'm going to make these big gourmet dinners five nights a week, like I end up throwing a lot of it away and wasting a lot of money because something happens and I can't get to it. So with this, it's like, okay, here's exactly what you need. And we don't waste them. You can freeze them if you can't get to them that week. But that's been a game changer for me. That's super smart to do that Instacart thing too. So when I go to the grocery store, I always get like two bags of lettuce that I know I'm never going to use, but I feel like it makes me feel better about myself knowing that I bought the kale, but I'm going to pour it out um, (laughs) and never, ever, ever use it. So um, if I didn't actually go to the grocery, so so the grocery store is kind of like a date night too. So Josh and I will go to the grocery store together. And Mackenzie, I'll watch um, Jackson. So that gives us a little bit of time away. But um, yeah, that's been interesting. So I always overbuy food. So if I did Instacart, I wouldn't have to overbuy it. I could get exactly what I need and have it delivered. So smart. So I'm definitely going to not expensive. That. I'll have to I look into they, that. They charge a little and they can do like, they can do multiple stores. So if you were like, I need you to go to, the only thing that they can't do, I think is alcohol. <laughs> like, I think they can go to like, King Supers. So if you were like, I need chicken, I need, and then I need like, I don't know, Sudafed from Walgreens. And then I need like this specialty food from the specialty grocery store. They'll go to all of those stores. It's like a personal shopper basically. Seriously? Yeah. But it's not, it's not expensive. Um, There's a tip that's mandated. They have an app. There's a tip that's mandated by how much you're spending. And then if you like your person, you can tip over above and That's beyond. Awesome. It's, it's so I think we also just found a hole in the marketplace uh, right? for alcohol pickup. I was Whoa. just thinking that too. <laughs> Christian and I are like, so how can we work yes. this out? Yes. Okay. Um, you guys. That's anyway. awesome. Jess, what do you do? Oh, I mean, I don't even know. I, I obviously have a cleaning lady too. I think for me, it's just the constant like staying organized. Um, everything has a system, everything has a process in this house. I mean, even down to laundry, you guys saw it, like every closet in our house has its own hanger. Basket. <laughs> and so many baskets. If you and, ever need a basket, just go to Jess's house. It's one of her right? fridge, probably five in her fridge. It's well, so and I think too, it's like little stuff, right? Like when, like what's the biggest thing with laundry? Like we all throw it in a laundry basket when it's done drying and like it sits in the laundry basket. I just take like the hangers in the laundry room with me it up as it comes out rather oh than mask it like it's such a stupid small thing but it's huge you're like a real adult because right <laughs> we're like I we only buy the kids um the same exact socks um because I don't have all the time yeah. to match socks so <laughs> we buy the same white socks for everybody like it's just there you go so we have the house cleaner do our laundry which is like <laughs> the best thing ever she'll fold it yeah and I'll put it away and that's like the best thing ever my God, that gives me so much anxiety. <laughs> I think that's amazing. I, I, I don't care where it goes. Like, I'm going to take disposable clothing that I wear once and throw away. <laughs> so much. It's awful. Yeah. We, we used to have a cleaner. So we had one cleaner who used to do our laundry. She'd come twice a week, clean her house, do our laundry. And then she quit. And then I found another one and she fell ill. So I just haven't found one since. But every Sunday is laundry day. I will do laundry I'll separate the clothes, like Eric's clothes, my clothes, Cade's clothes, and everybody has their responsibility. Eric hangs his own clothes, Cade hangs his own clothes, and I hang my own clothes. 
So laundry is done by Sunday night. Um, as for my house being clean, it needs deep cleaned so bad. I was just actually just telling Eric the other day, I was like, we need to hire someone to come in at least twice a month and just deep clean because I haven't done it. Because it's physically impossible yeah. for us to do it all. There's yeah, it no isn't. way. It isn't. You no, have to have right. help. There's right. no way that you can be as successful as you want to be and right. also do those menial tasks that you hate doing. Right. Otherwise, right. something's got to give, you know, you, and you can't feel guilty about it. You, if you think of it this way, you're providing more jobs, right? So, yeah, that's true. And that's those so are true. people that are more passionate about cleaning than I am. Like, I'm not going to like get in there and like get it real clean because I don't really care. I'm just checking a box, right? Yeah. So my cleaner is incredible and I love her and I pay her very well because she's so awesome. So that's um, right. it helps me in life and it gives me a lot more free time and it frees up my stress. Like, I don't want to have to go through my son's room and find half the stuff that he's lost. I call her and say, Hey, do you know where this is? And she knows. So. <laughs> I always joke that I need an adult babysitter. Like I need an adult nanny. I feel like, because I handle, I would venture to guess that all of us do. I handle stress probably better than any person on the planet. Like I can oh, deal yeah. with 50s. I can deal with usually about 30 to 35 transactions happening at one time. And Ooh. I can deal with all of the stress that comes with that. And I can deal with employing people and running a team on top of it, running a house and a family on top of it. But I, I can't, I, I cannot get it all done. And I do get really hard on myself about that. I don't know what it's like for you guys, but um, all of my girlfriends are stay at home moms. And I think that's, you know, my mom was a working mom and a single mom. And she told me that debate between stay at home moms and working moms is like an age old thing that always has been and always will be and will never go away. But I get really down on myself when I can drop in on my girlfriend's house on Wednesday at one o'clock in the afternoon and it's spick and span and looks perfect and her car is clean and her kids shirts on the right way and everything yeah. just feels happy and good. Yeah. And I like outside of my business life where I'm really regimented and everything is under control, even when it's out of control, I feel out of control pretty frequently and I hate it. It's controlled chaos, right? I mean, right. like that's our whole lives and it's knowing what you're good at and spending the most time that you possibly can doing those things. Cause I know in the moment, like if I need to sell a house, I'm going to, I'm the best possible person to do that. So let me do that all the time. That's what I'm good at showing right. buyers, mm, not my strongest suit. Like I only started listing houses and being a primary listing agent a few years ago because Lindsay told me that I needed to, stop working with buyers and start working with listings. And now I listings love it. That's all I do. Leverage. That's yeah. where it's to go. Thank God that I did because our market has such a shortage of listings right now um, that I yeah. always get them. And now I have the leverage. And when I have buyers, they're the first ones that get a shot at one of my houses. So that's really awesome. So I know that I can spend more time doing what I really love doing, which is selling houses, staging houses, making ugly things pretty again. Um, and then I can get home and not have to clean my house and take that yes. one more ugly thing and make it pretty again. Um, yes. So all I have to focus on is what I'm really good at. So. so what would you say to women who are newer in the business? Maybe their business is taking off pretty quickly. They've got kids at home. They've got a husband. Two things. What would you guys say to would you tell them leverage that stuff faster, get a cleaner, get a home chef, get a Instacart, whatever. Or would you tell them just to like learn to live with the controlled chaos? And then what would you tell their husbands 
you know, because I, that's something that I hear a lot and see a lot is women who don't have husbands who are in the business, who feel very conflicted and hurt because the husbands still expect a stay at home wife and a badass business owner. Like, how do you reconcile that? What's that phrase that they say? We're expected to work like we don't have kids and we're expected to raise kids like we don't work. Like that's really what it comes down to, right? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing, like I tell my coaching clients is you need to come up with your non-negotiables right now and you need to sit down and you need to get really clear, really quick on what those non-negotiables are. Once you have that figured out, the faster you can start to leverage out the house cleaning, the cooking, transaction coordinating, whatever it is that you don't want to do and you're not good at, get rid of it and be done. Um, As far as the husband piece of it goes, the husband piece of it for me is always interesting because I obviously have my own marriage, my own relationship, and he is probably the most supportive human in the world. I, I went to a listing appointment this morning and I hate mornings and I hate the cold and I li- he's off on Mondays and I literally walked in the door and he had breakfast and coffee waiting for me. I mean, like it's amazing, right? <laughs> but then there's the flip side where, I, you know, a lot of women, I think, and I don't mean this as disrespectful as it's going to sound. A lot of women get their real estate license with the idea that it's, they're going to sell one or two houses, myself included. And it's going to be this really cute HGTV hobby, right? And then if that's how you're treating it, the reality of it is that's how your husband's going to treat the job. And so you have to run your business like a business. And when you start to do that and you're showing up every day, whether it's at four o'clock in the morning or nine 30 in the morning, once you start showing up consistently every day, I think it's easier to take your husband and your spouse along for that ride because you're not being, it, it, it's a business. It's, mm-hmm. it's life for everybody, including him and your family. That's really good advice. Well, you need to have a support system too. And obviously if you're married, your husband needs to support you. And if the husband's not going to be there to support you, it's probably not going to work out. That's how I see it. I think mm-hmm. one of the things that maybe we all have struggled with the most, or I hear other women talking about struggling with the most is um, that we're told that we're complainers <laughs> a lot. And I know that we've all had that conversation with each other. And I hear women talking about it in Facebook groups all the time. You know, um, this is not a physically labor intensive job. You know, it's not that kind of a difficult job, but it is probably outside of, you know, what do they say are the major life events, getting divorced, having a death, buying or selling a home and having a wedding right so Mm -hmm. like we are literally dealing with all of those things very often times because people only move when they have a major life event so we're dealing with pregnant people and we're dealing with divorces and we're dealing with all this crazy stuff um this is an insanely emotional job like outside of being a divorce attorney or like a i don't even know social services worker yeah i don't know what could be more emotionally taxing sometimes um and you know, then you throw into the mix being dealing with that all day long and having a business and, you know, having children and having a household, like it does get heavy really fast. And I know there are times where I see the male top producers that are my counterparts or honestly, who don't even produce as much as I do. And they get treated like Kings. There's food on the table Mm -hmm. every night when they come home, their wives and their, you know, business counterparts are sending them off for vacations because they've had a really rough month. And I feel like as women, I mean, I feel like I'm complaining right now. I'm really <laughs> trying to be honest, but I mean, we have so much on our plates. And then to be told at the end of the day that we're bitchy or we're complaining, it's, mm-hmm. it's we're expected about. How do you guys deal with that? 
Well, and there's there's one agent specifically who constantly talks about, you know, if you want to be, and it's a male um, who consistently talks about, like, if you want to be successful, you have to be at your desk at 6 a.m. and you have to be part of the 4 a.m. club. First of all, I'll subscribe to that regardless of if you're male or female. Success looks however you want. But number two, like, you have a wife at home who's taking care of doctor's appointments and grocery shopping and cooking the dinner and she's doing all those things. My husband gets up and goes to work every day, which means that because I'm in a job that's flexible, I get to do the doctor's appointments. I get to do the right. events and I have to do all those things. So it's a very different world for women um, than it is for men. And that's just the reality of it. Right. I will say one of my biggest pet peeves on the planet is the phrase, it must be nice. <laughs> I will that triggers something in me that um, is like, it brings out this ugly thing inside of me that makes me want to explain everything that I do to, you know, justify why I am the way I am. I will tell you, I am 100% difficult to live with. I expect so much out of myself that that trickles down to my family and that's a huge stressor is I assume that everyone is going to do everything perfectly the way that I do at work so I expect that at home and that's not realistic and it's not a good way to live um but it's not nice you know when when you get a taste of success you're expected to maintain that and you're expected to you know hit a new goal the next year and that pressure is not something that I wish on anyone no. I agree uh, it's not fun right so when people say it must be nice, well, it isn't. So, um, you know, I wish that um, sometimes I wasn't the way I am because that drive gets in the way of living a lot of the time. It, so. it really gets me. And I don't know if you guys are like this too, but I'm down on, like, there's no person in the world that can be meaner to me than me. And I'm down right. on myself all the time. So I'm down on myself for whatever my production's doing, however my deals are going. And then I'm down on myself for that little stuff that I said earlier really gets me. So like, I haven't curled my hair in a week. I, my car is a freaking disaster, whatever. There's dishes in my sink, but then I'm down on myself about like, I could hire somebody to help me with that. Same. I don't. So I don't know why women all feel like we have to like pick up our cross and carry it up the mountain and why we can't just be a little bit easier on ourselves. But it definitely doesn't help when you have people in your ear going, oh, it must be nice. Oh, your life is so glamorous. Or worst of all, you've got a spouse or a, a mother, a father, a, somebody in your life going, you need to do more and complain less. And you're just like, yeah, can't, can't do it. It's too much pressure. Yeah. So the common goal or the common story here is that we're not perfect. No. We run everything. Our houses are dirty. Our laundry's all over except the floor. Jessica. Except for Jessica. Just, just, are you for hire? <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, that's, that's the common theme here with four top producing women is that it's not easy. It'll never be easy and we can't do everything. So do you girls got anything else more to put into this or, or is that it? Strive for per perfection, but it's never going to happen. So just yeah. be okay with not being be okay with it. Yeah. It's been huge for me to have you guys um, as an outlet to talk to you about some of this stuff. So I would say get an outlet, you know, so you aren't constantly complaining to your husband or your family or whatever. It, it needs to come out. Absolutely. And again, us four homegirls, like if you guys have an issue with home life, if you have an issue with work and you don't know how to juggle it all, 
reach out to one of us. I don't care if you're a single father. I don't care if you're a father of a million kids. I don't care if you're a single mom. You know, get a hold of us. We'll help you. We'll talk you through it. And if we don't have the answer, we probably know at least 15 people that do know the answer. Right. We'll up with them. Right. Exactly. All right, guys. Thanks. See you next time. We hope you loved our show today. If you enjoyed it, do the homegirls a favor and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. Share this episode with all of your homegirls and friends and find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at homegirlsco.